The Feed Bandit Podcast, Episode 4, our weekend hunting review show. Howdy, and welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where our goal is to entertain while talking hunting and learning about the sport we love right alongside you. With this podcast, we also want to do what we can to support small and family-owned businesses and entrepreneurs in the hunting space wherever possible. We believe they are the lifeblood of, of our economy and our communities, and hope that you agree with us about the import, importance of lending our support. Along those lines, are you a small business, feed store, gear manufacturer, or inventor, or an early stage or serial entrepreneur in the hunting space? Would you like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on the Feed Bandit podcast? If so, please let us know. Go to feedbandit.com slash promote and drop us a line. We'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Again, that is feedbandit.com forward slash promote. And for you fellow hunters out there, do you want special access to new and innovative hunting gear? Well, if so, we're in the process of putting together an exclusive collection of small businesses and entrepreneurs in the hunting space to bring our community the best, newest, and most innovative products available. Limited access will be granted through our email list, so be sure to join the hunt. And when you join, you'll get our free ebook of unique hunting tips and tricks for both beginning and experienced hunters. You'll also receive hunting news, tips, supplier giveaways, gear promotions, and much more. We know you probably already get a lot of spam, so we promise to only send you sighted-in information that you care about. So don't miss out, and be sure to join the hunt at feedbandit.com forward slash join. Again, that's feedbandit.com forward slash join. And finally, if you like this podcast, please give us a review on iTunes and tell all your buddies about it. That'll really help us out. Thanks. All right. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit podcast. I'm your host, uh, Jimmy Byrne, and I'm joined by my compadre, uh, Richard Kinchlow. How are you, sir? Good, sir. Good evening to, to uh, everybody out there in uh, podcast land. Yes, yes. Uh, so we're doing this on a Sunday evening, and uh, today we wanted to do a sort of a hunting, the first of many, we think, uh, hunting review shows, uh, and talk about some of the hunts that went down this weekend. Uh, talk about, uh, I think we, I wasn't there, unfortunately, this weekend, but uh, Richard's going to give us an overview about uh, how he w how it went with dove hunting, how the weather affected things, talk about some of the tip tips we've talked about in, the, in so, some previous shows and in our blogs, and just kind of really just have a discussion about, uh, well, number one, what did I miss out on, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, let's, I guess we just jump right into it. Uh, where do you want to start? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll start, we'll, well, we'll logical place, we'll start at the beginning. Um, had a, an opportunity to, to go to the place that we hunt, um, and be able to tie it in with a, with a work trip, uh, earlier in the week. I believe it was, uh, got there Wednesday night at some point. And, uh, wanted to do a, uh, try to do a little dove hunting. Uh, you know, the weather conditions were as follows. It was, uh, it was hot. <laughs> Steam, steamy. Uh, I think it was probably 92, 93. So obviously it could be a heck of a lot worse. Um, uh, it was relatively windy and I'd say partly cloudy. Okay. More on the sunny side. Um, so, so it we, hadn't started raining. 
definitely no, it has it definitely had not started raining, and then that's why I, that's why I was you know talking about that the what was coming, yeah, okay. you know, and then and then seeing you know what happened before it, I, I think is just huge because again, as Jimmy alluded to, it really it uh, it really proves that we kind of do know what we're talking about some of this stuff because um, the hunting was outstanding earlier, and then boy, it just. It just nosedive like a uh, shot bird. Let's put it that way. But but we'll we'll talk about it because there's some good things to to learn. And then obviously, regardless of the fact that you know we did not do very well this this past weekend uh, proper, uh, the fact that we were out in the out there, you know, was you know obviously was what what was the the, the true spoils of the weekend. You know, obviously you'd love to go home with a, a bag full of birds, but. Again, being out there in the wilderness, uh, yeah, there, there's nothing like it. So, um, you know, again on Thursday, it was it was definitely hot. Um, the, the real, uh, I guess the heat index was definitely getting up there. So, uh, our friend and I decided to uh, to hit our our uh, one of our tanks that we we normally hunt over and and typically do quite well over. Um, and I guess we showed up probably about 5.30 or so, uh, 5.30, 6 o'clock, and, and right when we hit the gate, we saw, we saw a lot of doves, so we knew that, uh, we knew it was going to be special, you know, how special, we didn't really know, but, um, boy, oh boy, we, we put our decoys out, and, um, I got, got comfy in my Mac Daddy Caddy, which I am still absolutely obsessed with, by the way. And, um, we, um, we, boy, we started blasting away. Uh, when it was all said and done, I, I think I was done by, uh, it, it probably took me about 45 minutes to get my limit. I shot probably, oh, probably a box and then a couple and then another box. And, and, and again, I, I've been doing this for a long time, so I consider myself a decent shot, but, but we also had a lot of opportunities to take, to take good shots. Um, so again, yeah, so, you, so limited. So that's uh, yep. quite the difference from the weekends Big before. <laughs> a- absolutely, absolutely. And, and so, and so, lessons learned. You know, what, what did we learn? What, why was it this way? Well, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, again, you look up uh, just north of the state, and 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 the other states are north of Texas, and, and it's starting to get cool. Uh, I definitely noticed a lot of the birds that. That we dropped were not local birds. Okay, these were big birds, and you know, we we talk call them Kansas birds or migratories, whatever you want to call them. And uh, sure enough, when we got to to actually processing them, you know, you could definitely see all that yellow fat on them, and that is an indication that they've been in the uh, the agricultural fields, uh, things of that nature. So we definitely had migratory birds. Uh, we just happened to catch them. Uh, they were feeding at local fields where we hunt, and. They just happened to choose that water hole, so uh, it was it was just outstanding, uh, a lot of fun. My uh, our friend also ended up limiting; it took him a little bit longer. <laughs> it always uh, does. Yeah, you know, it does. <laughs> yeah, probably shot a couple of boxes. But hey, uh, we had, we had a great time, real rewarding, uh, and I actually got a lot of really good footage on my GoPro. So um, once I figure out how to get all that online, please you know, please check out our YouTube page. You'll see a lot of. Um, uh, a lot of me, and it's actually kind of crazy, you know. It, for if you listen to these podcasts, you know I'm kind of obsessed with dove hunting. Well, apparently, been reviewing some of this footage from these GoPro cameras. I'll sit there and talk to myself. I'll sit there, come, come to daddy. I, I see you come on this way. I don't even know I'm doing it. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, yeah. So it was, um, anyways, it was an outstanding hunt. Um, obviously the best hunt of the season. Um, so, uh, so far. Fall- yeah, so far, so far, right, right, right. So the and and something just to not to, to take a step back here, but you know we we talked about that. Um, I think it was on podcast three that you know, in in late September you start to get some weather changes, you know. Um, and uh, and boy, this was a great uh, instant, uh, a great example of it. We had a a substantial amount of rain come in. We also had a cold front, so it's uh, um, it definitely it definitely made things interesting. So. Uh, yeah, Lydia, you mentioned uh, yeah. our <clears throat> our YouTube channel. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, we definitely encourage everyone to get on to YouTube, and uh, it's just Feed Bandit is our uh, YouTube channel, and we plan on uh, posting a lot of little videos out there, uh, wh- whatever we can of when we're hunting, or maybe if we're out working, give you some yep. tips and kind of show you uh, what we do out out on the land. And so yeah, just go, go to search feed bandit on youtube and then just uh we'd appreciate it if you subscribe to the channel and uh hit that alert bill and you know you'll be notified whenever we post new videos so those will be coming out hopefully pretty steady uh throughout hunting well hopefully pretty steady all the time so <laughs> yep but anyway yeah the, the more videos we put out that means the more fun we're having right uh, <laughs> and we can get out um so, uh, you know, fast forward to the, the, the following morning. Uh, I'm going to have to unfortunately make my way back to the, the misery of, uh, of the city. But, uh, the great thing is, is that, uh, the duck hunting, teal hunting, still early teal season in Texas, uh, happens really, really early. So I could actually get in a, a morning hunt before heading back to the, uh, to the office. And so that's what we did. And, oh, you, why uh, didn't you just stay down there? Why didn't I just stay down there? Well, yeah. soccer practice and okay. yeah, all that kind of fun stuff. Believe me. Life. Believe me. I, yeah, exactly. I, I wanted to. Although it's funny because later that after that would be Thursday afternoon. Thursday afternoon, uh, another one of our, our friends went down to the place we hunt and it, it started to rain. Uh, so he was definitely not happy about that. And, and then the birds shut down, you know, so here again, I, I slaughtered them on, on, on Thursday night and there were no, excuse me, on Wednesday night. And then Thursday night, they, they're absolutely just nothing. Again, it was because of the rain. It's something we, something I've been draw sometimes. I guess. Well, it is. And I also think that, uh, when it just gets super cloudy like that, uh, and then there's rain, they, they just don't like to fly, especially the water, um, is what I found. And those are local dove and, uh, and migratories. They just seem to kind of hunker down. So, um, and actually, we'll talk a little bit more about that because I had to kind of contend with that also this weekend. But uh, so Thursday morning, we uh, we wake up and uh, we decide to go on again an early season teal hunt. Um, so we we have a uh, on the place we hunt, we have a ten acre tank. Uh, unfortunately, now it's about five acres, uh, and then really unfortunately is there's just not a lot of places we can hide. Uh, so we were able to find uh, some. Uh, some weeds and grass that had grown up, um, and we were able to, to throw a couple of decoys out there, and then a, a mojo dove, and that's a another little tip for for teal season. Uh, put those out there and and, and see what happens. Uh, teal and, and and especially early season teal are real susceptible to motion decoys. So, you know, a lot of folks uh, go out there and they'll they'll actually buy a dedicated 
uh, teal decoy for their spread, mojo teal. So it's, you know, the moving wings and whatnot. But, and of course, if you want to do that, you certainly can. But, you know, we use our, um, our, uh, dove mojo decoy out there and it works ju- just as good. So, uh, they, they really can't tell the difference. Or if they can tell the difference, we ended up, uh, dispatching them before they can tell the difference. So, uh, or at least react to that. So. Now remind um, me, uh, you mentioned you had a hard time finding a place to hide. What, yes. Is it, did, is it this year or last year that you retired your, uh, that, uh, duck blind that you built? Well, yeah. So we, we had the one we made out of PVC. Yeah, the PVC. That, uh, that every time my dog would go crashing through, she'd take half of it with us. That was so the same one that, uh, the, what, like, uh, the big beer while building. Oh, the the or, big one on skids. Yeah, the the hut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't say the first name, but no, yeah, no. Actually, the hut. Uh, you know, we didn't have to use it last year. So, but no, it actually is out, and I actually that's where I hunted in this morning. Uh, and I'll, I'll 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 tell you about that. So, but yeah. So what what Jimmy's talking about is that you know oftentimes we when the when the tank is full. We normally have natural places to hide, and, and obviously we, we prefer that. If you can blend into your environment with good camo and whatnot, it's a lot more effective. But, uh, you know, sometimes in years like this when you just have uh, nowhere to hide, um, and, again, you're hunting on these these big these big open ponds, you, you got to make something. So we actually made, and we'll get some pictures of it next time we go down, we actually made a duck blind. It's got a little roof on it. It fits about three fellas and the dog and all the gear. Um, and we actually put it on skids so that, you know, if we really had to, we can pull it out there with an ATV. So, uh, kind of an ingenious idea. And anyways, it, it's been a lot of fun. So, uh, my daughter and I hunted it, uh, uh, this morning. So anyways, rewinding back to, to Thursday morning, um, you know, t- typically early season teal on the place that we hunt, we, we don't get volley after volley and flights and flights of birds. You know, we normally get, you know, three at the most. And, and you know, they'll, they'll average from two birds. To, I mean, I, I, a couple of years ago, I had a group of like, probably 25 come in. So, uh, but anyways, it, it really lasts for only about, you know, maybe 30 or 40 minutes and then, and then typically you're done. Um, and, and something we'll, we'll talk more about is that the big duck season comes, but it's the same thing there. You know, duck hunting at the place that we're at, it's not, it's not prime. We're not in the panhandle. We're not on the coast. Um, so, you know, we have kind of a narrow window, but it's still fun. It's still fun. What is the, what's um, the teal limit? Right. So the, the, the teal limit and, and for early season teal, is uh, is going to be six birds per man, and I believe that's twelve six birds a day, twelve in your possession, mm-hmm. okay. uh, and that's actually up from what I believe was three birds per man. Um, and then I and I believe that the early teal season used to be two weeks. Now I think it's four weeks, and so that's I mean, that's a great sign. So there's a lot of teal out there. There really are. There really are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they really are, and they're the first ones down. Um, they, they they get a, a little hint of a of a <laughs> of a cold breeze. They're out of there. So uh, works well for me because I absolutely love them. Um, yeah, to eat that is. So, uh, anyways, uh, so here we are. We're we're in the blinds. So we've got our dog. We've got our guns. We've got our decoys, and of course, we're just sitting there talking. And uh, the shooting light here in the state of Texas is thirty minutes before sun before sunrise. 
And so, gosh, right at like seven o'clock. So we were well within shooting range. We actually had six bird land our decoy and, uh, decoys. And we didn't even, we didn't even get a shot at them because the second we saw them, they, we, we, we moved and, uh, boy, they, they moved even faster. So, uh, that, that is much, very much unfortunate because talk about a blown opportunity. So we, uh, we decided to wise up and I just turned my GoPro on my head and, uh, and we had a pretty good hunt from there. I think we ended up with three birds, which again, that's a, even if we didn't, even if we got one, it, it's still a lot of fun. But we had several groups come in, um, and, and, and did very well. So again, uh, why, you know, why, why did we do so well? I, I think that first and foremost, a lot of, of course, this is changing daily and especially this weekend. So this information is a little bit old, but, um, you know, we've had a substantial amount of rain in the state. I mean, some places cut upwards of a foot, and that's mm-hmm. gonna, that's what we call a tank filler. That's going to fill up these ponds, and it's going to add a lot more real estate for for the ducks and the geese. But uh, it's it, again kind of crazy. But as of Thursday morning, before we got a foot of rain, um, you know, there 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 wasn't a whole lot there. You know, so. Um, of course, that, that varies all over the state. I know that, you know, out uh, in, in um, New Northwest Texas, Throckmorton area, Haskell County, Texas, they, they've actually gotten a substantial amount of rain. In fact, I, I talked to one fellow out there that got close to 11 inches, and, and that was last month, and it's gotten like 10 inches this month. So Yeah, that's crazy out there. Yeah, those tanks are going <clears> to <throat> fill up, and they're going to have lots of real estate. So uh, anyways, I, I highly encourage you, if you're a dove hunter in the state of Texas, um and you know you've got water and boy the the teal are just a lot of fun a uh, lot of fun I, I i will share a little tip from you and, and this is uh this is something that what was was kind of crazy uh you know again early teal season you could only shoot teal okay uh <laughs> and typically we don't have to contend with seeing other ducks well after we had that 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 first missed opportunity uh, we were really, we were really itchy, you know. <laughs> we were at the ready. And uh, lo and behold, we have two birds come in and our, my, my buddy and I are sitting there staring at them. And, uh, and, and thank goodness we, again, thank goodness we, we knew what we were looking at because uh, they weren't teal. They were mallards. It was a hen <laughs> and a drake. That could have been a very uh, expensive mistake, obviously. Well, now, did you notice them when, when they landed, or could you tell in flight? So this is my here. Right. So it, that's kind of a part one. Part two right. is how do you tell while right. they're flying? Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. It, it, again, it, it goes back to something we've talked about in the last couple of podcasts: experience, experience, experience. Um, you know, you just, once you see them up there, you kind of know what you're looking at, but it, it's tough. I mean, it was really low light. Um, and, and the other thing is the, 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 the Drake actually let out a quack and we instantly knew that, oh wow, okay, well that's, that's not a teal because the, the hen, uh, the hen teal makes a really kind of a very unique, uh, sort of quack. And then the, uh, the, the male teal, uh, actually just whistles. So they literally go beep, beep. Beep. So they're pretty recognized. Like they're backing up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, you know, thankfully, uh, and, and boy, they, they gave us a look. If it was big duck season, they would, uh, they'd be in our freezer by now. There's no doubt. So again, it, it's experience. It's getting out there. It's listening, you know, understanding, you know, what you're looking at and just being into being able to identify. Um, so it would, they were actually really great. They landed near our decoys. 
And so, boy, oh, boy, we were like, this is awesome. Those gullible teal are really going to fall for it. So, um, anyways, we shot a few birds, and then uh, and we headed back to Dallas. So, um, fast forward to Friday afternoon, and the, uh, the rain has come. Uh, it is absolutely pouring. Uh, but we did get breaks Friday afternoon when we returned to where it was just um, just cloudy, some storms in the distance. Uh, hunted over water again because, unfortunately, that's really all we have access to. Didn't have a lot of puddles, things of that nature, so that we, we that was good. You know, it means they're still going to hit those those big main water sources. Uh, and the dove hunting was pretty poor. I ended up with two. One of our other buddies ended up with like four. You know, still, you know, use that term poor very loosely, of course. But um, why why was it this way? Well, I mean, even though I know we got migratory birds in the area. Uh, again, that's the storms, the, the the cloud, the clouds, the rain, the storms. They just really get them mixed up, and I've just have never. Again, this is me, my personal experience. I've never done well with with storms, things of that nature. Um, well, so you're able to get out there, uh, know, and, and that's exactly could have been worse. That's exactly <laughs> it. My, and I'll, I'll post a video again down the, hopefully sooner than later. My. Uh, my my geriatric Labrador decided to go for a swim, and it just it's just she just she showed him the other side of the tank. It was absolutely hysterical, <laughs> and you know, and I'm trying to yell at her, but she can't hear me because she's basically going deaf from all the shotgun blasts. So, uh, it, you know, it, it it's fun, it, it's fun, and she really made the evening enjoyable. Of course, I did end up dropping a bird, and she heard that, and she came running back, and I let her find it. You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's fun out there with your best friend, you know, with 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 your dog. So yep, yep. Um, so you know, going into going into Saturday, uh, looking at the forecast, mind you, you know, we we went to bed at uh, you know 11 p.m. and boy, the forecast for our area was, I mean, the chance of Noah's Ark was 100. percent You know, I mean, it was <laughs> we're gonna have dolphins in our deer blinds. It was ridiculous. It, they were absolutely basically saying that. There is no way in heck that we're going to be able to go out and do any hunting. So I didn't bother to set my alarm. Um, so once the once the kiddos woke us up of the a balmy 7 a.m., uh, I go outside and it's not raining. And I look at my forecast and sure enough, that's uh, a 10 percent chance of rain for the rest of the day. And just amazing. Right. So uh, something else. Texas you know, weather, right there. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. Texas weather. I mean, I know the weather in the mountains is incredibly unpredictable uh but boy texas definitely ranks right up there and it, it was frustrating because i didn't set my alarm and it, here i am been doing it my whole life and uh, now i really need to double check you know and uh i, I should have because who knows maybe, maybe i shot some teal I, I, I don't know well i mean there's a lesson right there you know, yep. even if it says it's gonna rain yep. set, set your alarm and then just get up and look out the window agree if, it, if it's pouring yeah get back in bed yep <laughs> I agree. I absolutely agree. So, uh, and I've actually done that a couple of times before. But uh, anyway, um, so later in that day, we actually went out and put out some uh, some spins, some uh, spin feeders. Um, put the little mechanisms on there. Right now, we're starting to get the corn feeders up and running, which was fun. Uh, had a lot of mud to deal with, which was oh, you know, that's that's bittersweet, of course. Um, uh, that being said, I actually got a really good video of me pouring a bag of corn into a feeder, so, uh, awesome. which, which is kind of fun. So with my, <laughs> with my GoPro, and of course I should have kept it on because I was coming down. I, uh, basically almost hit every rail on the way down, <laughs> but, uh, that, that's what you get for wearing Crocs to fill feeders. So, All right. Yeah. All right. So, 
so anyways, fast forward to, uh, you know, so again, Saturday morning we woke up, uh, it's, you know, sprinkling, but not a lot of rain. It was significantly cooler. Wind was, wind was out of the north, and I think the high of that day didn't get above 70. Clouds like crazy. Um, what a man deer hunting. Well, if it was deer season. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Uh, we ended up uh, going out. Why not? You know, going out and try to hunt and uh, saw a bunch of bunch of bird activity on the in route to where we were going, you know, on other people's property, of course, hitting food sources. But um, you know, unfortunately, the the tanks again, it just it just wasn't any good. Again, cloudy, little sprinkles, and the birds just weren't hitting the water. So. Mm. Um, that is, it is what it is. So, uh, with all that being said, I was really excited for this morning, uh, because with the cold front and, you know, the kind of the, the cold, cloudy, sprinkle weather, I mean, it, every other animal in the world's miserable except for the ducks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my daughter and I woke up at, at, uh, at 6 a.m. and we, we got, got the crazy dog and, we were all geared up, ready to go, and boy, we didn't see a single feather. I mean, <laughs> it was just, it was demoralizing. And of course, you know, it's something that we'll, we'll talk extensively about because it affects me and you and everybody else we hunted with is, uh, hunting with children. Uh, it, what made my day was just joking with my daughter and the, and the blind, and she was laughing at my crazy dog who, she's a, she's a yellow lab, but when she was done, she looked like she was a black lab. She's covered <laughs> in rancid. Uh, rancid, not not rancid, but very nutritious uh, soil, uh, mud. mud uh, yeah. Oh God, it just she was she was <laughs> nasty. But and uh, you know my my daughter who's seven said to me she was you know Daddy I I know we didn't kill any birds but uh, I still had a really great time and I mean so she's awesome. seven years old and she gets it you know and that's boy that that's huge you know um, you. so again that's something we'll talk about extensively. Um, you know, I, I've got an MD after my name when it comes to children hunting. So, <laughs> but, uh, but that, that's kind of the review for this week. Um, again, it's, um, you know, the, the weather this time of year is, is really crazy. We are not used to having this much rain in September. Again, it, it's incredibly bittersweet. Uh, the place that we hunt has literally experienced a second, a, a second spring green up. Uh, which I just have not seen a lot in my day and age and that cause we've just had so much rain. Uh, so it's, it's great for the, it's great for the range condition. It's great for all the animals, but boy, it, it really bungs up, uh, you know, people that are hunting over, hunting over water for dove, but right. that's okay. There's always next year. And as Jimmy alluded to, our season goes through like November 2nd, something of that nature. So we still got some time. Yeah. Well, and it'll be interesting also to see how that affects even the deer hunting. I totally. Think. Totally. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things we talked about on that third podcast, I believe, you know, I think is the what's going on in September. Um, you know, and I had mentioned that with all the rainfall that we had had, that they really were starting to go away from the feeders. Well, you know, here we are late. You could call it late September. We've had another substantial amount of rain and the acorns are coming. Yep. <laughs> it, we talked I, about I that at previous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I did drive by one of our corn feeders that's been up and running for uh, a while, and uh, boy, it was just a pot of gold right below it, which again is great. You know, you, you, it's supplemental feed. You don't mm-hmm. want them on that all the time. But I am a little surprised the coons or the other feathered corn rats have not gotten to it. So right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. So everything is prospering except for the hunters right now. <laughs> awesome, yep. awesome. 
Yep, that's fun. Looking forward to getting back out there. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to add to that? I, you know, my friend, I think I'm good. All right. Well, we talked, to, we kind of alluded to this at the beginning, but we want to make this a kind of, a, a, you know, a regular deal. So we come and we just we give a recap of how our weekend went, uh, talk about, you know, what we saw, what we did, what worked, what didn't, that type of thing. So, Absolutely. uh, everyone listening, just, you know, continue to tune in and, and, uh, you can kind of go through the hunting season with us in that sense. So. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. Uh, so along those lines, uh, everyone out there, if you like what you get here and want more, just a reminder to join the hunt at feedbandit.com forward slash join, uh, where you'll get our free ebook of unique hunting tips and tricks. Again, that's feedbandit.com forward slash join. And as a reminder to all the small businesses, feed stores, gear manufacturers and vendors, etc., in the hunting space, if you'd like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on this podcast, the FeedBanit podcast, please let us know. Go to feedbanit.com forward slash promote and let us know there. Uh, we'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Again, that's feedbanit.com slash promote. And then one last thing I'd like to ask you guys, if you like, uh, if you like listening to us, just to jump on over to iTunes. Uh, give us a quick uh, maximum number of star review, if you don't wouldn't mind. That <laughs> that really help us out to uh, get Please. the word out to other people. So <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think that's all we got right for now. Uh, thanks everyone, and uh, rem- remember to support your local feed store. <laughs>